You're listening to Scaling Up Services, where we speak with entrepreneurs, authors, business experts, and thought leaders to give you the knowledge and insights you need to scale your service-based business faster and easier. And now, here is your host, business coach, Bruce Eckfeld. Are you a CEO looking to scale your company faster and easier? Check out Thrive Roundtable. Thrive combines a moderated peer group mastermind, expert one-on-one coaching, access to proven growth tools, and a 24-7 support community. Created by Inc. award-winning CEO and certified scaling-up business coach Bruce Eckfeldt, Thrive will help you grow your business more quickly and with less drama. For details on the program, visit Eckfeldt.com slash Thrive. That's E-C-K-F-E-L-D-T dot com slash Thrive. Welcome, everyone. This is Scaling Up Services. I'm Bruce Eckfeldt. I'm your host. And our guest today is Vikram Rajan. He is co-founder of Video Socials. We're going to talk to him a little bit about the work they're doing with professional services firms. They have uh, some unique angles to helping build uh, credibility, build thought leadership, and they're using really interesting video and blogging platforms. Uh, I'm excited for this. I think that the whole kind of thought leadership angle is a great way for professional services to really develop a strategy, really to develop engagement, drive leads, drive sales, and drive revenue. So I'm, I'm excited to have this conversation with that. Vikram, welcome to the program. Thank you, Bruce. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So why don't we start with background uh, before we kind of dig into what you're doing with videos and yeah. kind of the thought leadership side. What got you into the space? What was your professional background? Give us some history. Yeah, sure. So I started off actually in business with my father, who's a management consultant, basically retired at this point, but still uh, working on a couple of client projects and you know, learned the ropes of uh, being a consultant from him, hands-on. And my job essentially for him was to introduce him to referral relationships that would bring him into clients And they ended up being your everyday boutique commercial business lawyers and CPAs and that type of professional. And years went by of me networking with them, getting to know them essentially as family friends as they knew me and my dad. And so when it came time when I got the itch to bring on my own clients, I essentially turned to them for help uh, to introduce me to people. And a few of them actually wanted my own help the way I was helping my dad uh, with his marketing. And that's how I fell into the world of marketing for lawyers and accountants. And soon after got pretty busy. So brought on my current partner, Mark Bullock. Uh, We both then got busy where our calendars were booked. And then it's like, well, what are we going to do now? How are we going to scale? Are we going to go the typical firm route and hire juniors who become partners and that scheme in good way or what? And one of the main things that our clients, your everyday attorneys, accountants, we knew that they get their business through word of mouth referrals. And so they need to stay top of mind with anyone who could bring them business. And back then, this was about maybe 10 years ago, before video really took over, before LinkedIn really became big, it was essentially email newsletters and they needed content for that stuff, their blog, their email newsletters, and to some minimal degree, social media, but especially from an SEO standpoint, search engine optimization. Yeah. And getting yeah. content out of our clients was a real pain in the neck. Um, <laughs> so, we, you know, we had to figure out a way for it to not be a pain in the neck, especially for us, but also for our clients. Yeah. And so we came up with this idea I was like, well, what if I just interviewed my clients over the phone, much like this, and turned what they said into mini articles, into blog posts? Um, And that became known as phone blogger or phone blogging. And it would be their words, their expertise stayed within the attorney advertising rules. 
uh, but their personality as well. So they, they really came through by tech, by written word. And that still, to this day, works wonderfully because Google eats up uh, written words. Uh, people love to skim and scan written words, even if they're not going to read every word. And so they would forward it to people and uh, comment and like on it now on LinkedIn, Facebook, etc. And so from a content marketing standpoint, that went wonderfully. And then came 2017 when Facebook announced that Mark Zuckerberg literally announced uh, that he was going to prioritize mobile, which was okay, and then also prioritize mm-hmm. video posts. And that was ringing in my ears. Uh, <laughs> I said, oh, okay, I wonder what's going to happen. Luckily, Bruce, so a lot, most of our clients are very LinkedIn-oriented. You know, they're in these boring professions, so to speak. So from that aspect, they're, they're very B2B, P2P, LinkedIn. And so it didn't really affect us so much. But then the next year, 2018, LinkedIn followed Facebook's lead, as they are now known to do. Um, So then they announced that they were going to prioritize video posts over written articles. And that's really when it all hit the wall or hit the fan. Um, And, you know, if if you push down written articles uh, to push up video posts, consequently, literally, our clients started seeing a precipitous drop in the metrics, you know, in the real stuff, the comments, the replies, the, the real engagement uh, that they relied on for their word of mouth referrals. And so yeah. we tell our clients, go to these videographers, get videos done. We know what you should do. And they would just simply not do it. It, it, it was like yeah. the same old phone blogging issue. Yeah. And so we had to figure out a way to help them with the world of video blogging because they hem and haw, they wouldn't have the time, they would say, they didn't have the budget to do videos over and over again with the with a full videography studio. And so we had to figure out a way and, and thus comes now to video socials. And, and literally we see it now, if you scroll LinkedIn, it's like every other post is a video post, yet it's probably only a small handful of the people we know that are posting videos on a regular basis. That's the dichotomy. That dichotomy, is, I should say, is the algorithm at work where we have to essentially help our clients win the game uh, of these algorithms. Yeah. Why, and why do you think these platforms have shifted to video? I mean, is there underlying rationale? I mean, what, why, so, what was their yeah, strategy? I, yeah, I mean, I, my conjecture, well, there's a couple of things. You know, to this video is just a lot more eye-catchy. It's a lot more addictive. You know, TV over magazines, movies over books. You know, no matter what people say, that the book is always better than the movie, but the movie ends up making more money and, and pe- more people yeah. watch the movie and it's more accessible. And, and so while maybe making more money is not the only metric of success in business, it is. So the book, I'm sure, is even more nuanced and more wonderful. The blog post, a written article, maybe is even more in, in the video version, but the video version does better. It also, the, na- the world of native video, uploading video directly to these platforms, that's what that jargon means. And so they want to keep people as long as possible, eyeballs on their platform, because ultimately all these platforms are making money off advertising. So the longer they can keep someone staring at the screen, especially in the same fixed spot, the better from an advertising standpoint. So that's my conjecture, which I don't think is far off, where yeah. that's why you don't post video on YouTube links on LinkedIn or Facebook, etc. They don't want to drive traffic over to YouTube. That helps Google and YouTube's ad dollars, ad revenue. But they, you want to upload the video directly. So I'm thinking it's all basically based on advertising and, you know, user experience. We all just enjoy watching videos for the most part. There are some of us who would balk at that and say, no, 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 I'd rather read, I'd rather read. And okay, maybe, but by and large, you know, video works and, you know, it's kind of like yeah. 
<laughs> you know, like negative ads, but negative ads work too, you know. So videos work better than written articles by and large. Yeah, it gets the job done. Interesting. And so I'm curious in terms of what makes good video at this point, like as you know, as you're kind of helping clients create this content and, and get this video content out there, like what are you, what is the format? What is the strategy? Like, what do you do to yeah. make these effective from, you know, in terms of driving outcomes? You know, keep it short and simple. You know, that KISS principle is uh, probably number one aspect. You want to keep it around two minutes at most, maybe three minutes if you can, you can get away with it. One minute for Instagram, they literally cut you off after one minute. So that shows how the attention span is going for especially yeah. younger audiences, which is not all that young anymore. You know, to say millennials, you know, sounds like they're living in their parents' basement, but they're actually statistically in their mid to late 30s. Yeah. They're inheriting businesses. They're in the C-suite starting their business. You know, they're the real sandwich generation with their parents, you know, not necessarily retiring, but, you know, thinking about retirement more and more. So the mature millennials, as I just call them so that uh, we, we escape any stigma, you know, they grew up essentially with Instagram because all their parents were on Facebook. But now they're in their mid to late 30s and they're cutting uh, videos off after a minute. Now, IGTV is a, it's kind of a sister platform of theirs that kind of allows longer form videos. But number one, keep it short and simple, unless you're doing like appointment based video, like webinars and, and those kind of things where people are setting aside time. But when it comes to scrolling on your website or scrolling on social media, you got to keep it something where it's consumable, snackable in those two to three minutes. That's number one. The, the second is keeping it substantive. You know, there's a time and place, especially Facebook, especially Insta, TikTok, where it's entertainment. And it's literally like, hey, here I am just having lunch with a buddy. At least and soon enough, again, we will do that. Have lunch with buddies, um, <laughs> you know, but uh, by and large. But the, the informative posts actually get shared a lot. You know, there's that thing people constantly are trying to hack how to go viral, and we're like, look, you're not a cat on a Roomba. You know, the, the likelihood of you going crazy viral, you're not this overly chubby baby. You know, probably. So uh, maybe your baby photo will go more viral. Yeah, but yeah. your topic of like you know, the three things that are missing from your living will. Probably not going to get millions of hits right away, at least maybe over time, but it's not going to go viral. However, it will be shared by your circle of influence, by your referral relationship. It's very much looking at it with the, the lens of word of mouth marketing and referrals as opposed to this crazy virality. And that if your referral relationships can just click share as they will, you just make it easy for them to share you with others you're able to unlock that concept of proactive referrals instead of just that react where people are literally asking for someone who does what you do. Now you're giving those same kind of partners, referral relationships, alliances, whatever word, connectors, influencers, you're giving your colleagues a way to share you with others. The fact that they're on LinkedIn and uh, or Facebook or anywhere else, well, they would do that word of mouth offline as well. You're just making it easier and maybe even more efficient online. Yeah, yeah. In terms of the types of content, I mean, uh, are you, is this uh, professional knowledge, expert advice? I mean, what are, what are you finding really kind of drives engagement in terms of what people are actually saying in these videos? Yeah, we call it nuggets of knowledge, insights. You know, we, we get afraid of the word advice because you got to be careful. Let's say as an attorney, you don't want to give uh, legal advice on a video. And, and, and there are requisite disclaimers that our technology adds to the videos automatically, the attorney advertising disclaimers. Likewise, CPAs or any one of us as thought leaders and subject matter experts, you know, we, we don't want to spill our candy in the lobby, as the saying goes. And we don't want to have to give everything away. So we're not going to give advice perspective 
uh, pardon me, uh, advice exactly, but we will give perspectives and insights. In fact, what we end up doing for our members of Video Socials, we end up brainstorming blog topics with them using a tool called Blog Brainstormer. Any one of your listeners can go to blogbrainstormer.com. And I created that website to literally be kind of the, um, uh, is it Tinder that where you swipe? Kind of like the Tinder of blog posts where you can kind of swipe <laughs> from post to post and a lot less maybe interesting than Tinder, but nevertheless, blog topics. And then there's a, if you go to blogbrainstormer.com, you'll see what I mean. There's a print-friendly version right on the navigation blue bar. And you click that and it just opens up a Google document that you don't have to print, but it's a lot more organized than the randomized view, which can be fun, but a little bit more organized can be better and more effective. And that's really how we help our members come up with topics. And then our members end up giving each other topic ideas as they're exchanging feedback on each other's video blog topics. So it's, it's going to be timely topics. The more timely, the better and unfortunately, we're usually going from one urgent thing to another, even if we should be attending to the more important things in our business lives and, and personal lives. So the more timely, the better. Date-driven is part of that. So the number one area is timely topics. And then after that, it's numerical nuggets. You know, We like things in, in numbers. We like three secrets, seven tricks, ten top ten lists. Our brain naturally uh, advocates towards that, uh, the chunking of knowledge, chunking of data. So knowledge nuggets are part of that. And you can kind of see there are about five different areas of the blog brainstormer. But it's, it is all professional topics as opposed to what some people think when they come into video socials, they think we're a networking group and they think they're just going to do an elevator pitch or you know that kind of typical you stand up in a, in a round table of professionals and say what you do. As a guest, you know, anyone can come on as a guest and kind of give it a try and sure, do that. Talk about your favorite subject yourself. But after that, um, our members are, and you'll see as guests, that our, our members are really coming with two or three bullet points on a post-it note. That's their framework to really share two to three minutes, uh, dropping some knowledge, so to speak. So they're, they're really going deep enough into a topic. And if it's a real deep, deep, complex topic, they'll create a part one, part two, part three video series and be able to go into a real complex area. So these aren't fluffy videos by and large, you know, nothing wrong necessarily every now and then to have a fluff, but these are topics that are frequently asked questions and answers that their prospective clients, current clients and referral relationships uh, want to watch and understand and then share with others. Yeah. And so explain the platform a little bit, because this is more than just sort of the technical capabilities, but you have a whole system for helping folks think about this content, present this content, capture it in, a, in an interesting way to give us the give us the model. Sure. So there are three parts to this thing called video socials as a system. The first part I kind of alluded to are these roundtables. We call them video blogging clubs. Right now we have close to 120 members in about a dozen states. And we host uh, two or three, sometimes four video blogging clubs every day, every week. And there are about eight to 10 professionals. And it's a Zoom meeting. So it's like any other Zoom meeting you can imagine that you may be sick and tired of. Um, <laughs> I mean, hopefully this one is a little bit more fun. It's run, run really, really well by someone on my staff, my host. Um, and, and so she runs the meeting in about 45 minutes, at most 55 minutes, uh, literally always ends less than an hour because we have clubs that start on the hour. And each person, each member presents a two to three minute topic and then gets feedback from one of his or her peers of uh, what you did well, what you could have done differently, what was memorable about your presentation, who do I know that I can share your video with, which uh, if that's not clear, well, that's a marketing issue you need to fix. And, and then yeah. that feedback. As a member, you give that same type of feedback to the next presenter who gives you back to the following presenter. And so it goes around table. And, you know, even when you give that feedback, that itself is very affirming of what you should and shouldn't do. 
And then when you watch two people exchange feedback, you're also kind of learning not only substantively, the topic itself can be very interesting and informative, but also presentation style. You learn, oh, maybe I should try that next week. Yeah, that's really cool how she started or wow, I will not do what he just did. (laughs) (laughs) So so you learn the good and the bad and the ugly. And and so you realize like, wow, that's really distracting in her background. I got to make sure I don't do anything like that. In positive way, everyone improves each other. And that's part one. Part two is you get a link to your video in a private preview page. And that software that we built out, we call it Brander. And on that preview page, you're able to click a button have Alexa transcribe your video automatically. Our software will add those captions branded right onto your video because ridiculous number, 80% of the people who watch videos online on Facebook, LinkedIn, et cetera, watch videos on mute, which, you know, it's like, what are they watching if they're not reading? So they have to be reading something. So have captions and it'll literally triple the engagement of your video. So we have that automatically built into our system. Uh, You add a topic title that gets branded as a headline right on the video. And then after about a, a you know a one minute setup one time, you fill out a contact form with your logo and your you take off a box for the attorney advertising disclaimer or the other FINRA disclaimers and all that stuff. We create an end screen with your contact info, your logo, those disclaimers that gets added to the end of your video automatically. And we're automation partners with YouTube and Facebook Live and LinkedIn. So when you're ready, you push the right button and the video posts for you on your social media automatically, really seamless. And when you want to come back top of mind with any of your referral relationships, go back into your video library where all your videos are stored and hosted for you. You click the button again and it posts it for you again. Repeated reposting built into our system uh, to bring you back top of mind. The third part of video socials is kind of cool. We're not really a networking group, but, you know, whenever you bring any kind of well-connected, well-seasoned professionals in any kind of gathering. This stuff's going to happen. People are going to talk to each other, share each other, yeah. um, each other, right? And so they do that. And so not only offline, so to speak, recommending doing business with one another, but in a more systematic way, they're clicking like and clicking share on each other's videos because it's kind of cool to see you record a topic and then the next day you're posting it on LinkedIn. And I was in the room when it happened. I remember you recording that. Mm-hmm. So I like on your video because I've been colleagues. Have become, of course, you know, no one's obligated to do that with anyone. We encourage it because of that win-win advantage. And I'll kind of take a moment for what that means. LinkedIn, Facebook, and all these algorithms, of course, they prioritize video now. But they've always prioritized, even above that, you sharing other people's content. So when you share Mike's video, obviously Michael is going to love you because now he is broadcasted to all of your connections. But now you come top of mind to your connections because of Michael's video. And so LinkedIn wants to reward you, essentially. They, they don't want the drive-by posting. They don't want you posting a video and leaving. If that doesn't help anyone. That's like walking into a room, throwing an article at someone and leaving. Like, well, <laughs> it wasn't really. They want the interaction, the engagement, the intertwining of their members. They, their algorithm is designed for that. They reward that. And all the social media platforms are this way. That's how they want to encourage people to comment and sharing each other. And so because of the social dynamic of video socials, um, people do that automatically. And so uh, there, there's, we're in the midst of gamifying everything where people will win points for posting and sharing and all that stuff and that they can pay for captioning and things like that nature um, through our point system. That's coming soon, uh, kind of gamifying the marketing habits that we're supposed to be doing anyway. 
Yeah. And what makes for a good video these days? I mean, you mentioned a couple of things like backgrounds and you know things that people do. What have you found are sort of some best practices about if you really want to create a high quality, shareable, you know, effective video for these platforms? What are the things that you look for? Yeah. So we, we kind of chatted about the keep it short and simple, the KISS principle. We chatted a little bit about having text on the screen, captions, headline, tell people what you're going, what you're saying by audio because they can't always have their volume up or they have some kind of hearing impairment. So from an ADA compliance standpoint, you want to do that. But also from a marketing best practice, have that. It's also the SEO benefit of having text somewhere around that video on your website, et cetera. The third, you want to keep it informative and not just fluffy. Like people are looking to learn something. When when you give someone an aha moment, even if it's not really relevant to them right away, like it's, that's, it nonetheless positions you as that subject matter expert that you are. So don't be afraid of going deep in a topic for two to three minutes because and go very, very specific on a topic because that really helps people know who to share this video with. Those are kind of the, the three things in terms of a structure of, of a video. There's that presentation structure, say what you're going to say, say it, say what you said, that kind of that you learn from Toastmasters, that you learn from presentation coaches. That will always be beneficial. The more marketing strategy you have, the better it is. The other aspect that I talked about is repeat reposting. These platforms, uh, as much as the algorithm will is based on relevance, there is still the construct of chronology. So after about a week, you're dropping down. So you got to bring yourself back top of mind. So it's you know it's relatively simple to kind of make it work because these systems, these platforms, their algorithms want to prioritize your video. So those are kind of some of the things that your listeners can do right away that it's built into video socials, but it's uh, really built into the platforms. We're taking advantage of it and made it systematic so it's easy and seamless for our kind of members and our kind of professionals where they're in the midst of scaling their firms, they're busy, and we want to make it worth their while. Yeah, I'm curious on the technical side, like how have you managed or what have been some of the challenges about making this, you know, feels like a very kind of, you know, end-to-end service that you've provided, like what, what has gone into actually making all these things possible? Yeah, I mean, we, we see it as very much two aspects, A plus B equals C, one plus two equals three, where the third aspect of the community cross-promotion for us is really important because that is a driving force. People are really tapping into our community, especially now that we have well over 100 members and a dozen states, that we are a community of, of cross-promotion. So the two elements or dimensions or aspects, the community and the software, um, are almost like two separate pieces. Some people, you know, some people run business communities and some people run business software companies. And we've combined the two to some, you know, and, and sometimes I see it while well, we're a software company, a marketing automation company with a user community, so to speak. Sometimes I'm like, well, no, we're really a community of professionals that happen to use, all happen to use the same app. The fact that we developed it custom-made is almost secondary. So the challenges of community, we had to architect that. I mean, a lot of my thinking and strategy and, and, and love is the concept of how do we architect a gathering that is highly interactive and thus extremely engaging and fun? Like literally, it's a lot of fun, even if the topics are pretty serious, but at the same time efficient, because we don't want to just be small talk for 45 minutes. It's it's highly orchestrated and architected. And really, I, I want everyone to come on as a guest, really just to witness that. Even if video socials isn't for them, they're going to see how it can be useful for someone they know. And so we really designed originally a half hour agenda. That was my idea 
because uh, I get very antsy sitting in one place. So for me, I'm like, I, I just want to get in, get it done and leave half an hour. And I was able to, I got talked into 45 minutes. I said, all right, if we have to, fine. And now it's like 55 minutes, really because of the members having that engagement and, and it's no more than an hour. And so community organizing, community architecting, how to kind of create a gathering. I think about that a lot. So there's a lot built into that. And I learned from other business groups. So there are elements of Toastmasters. There's elements of BNI and other networking groups. There are elements of mastermind and, and focus group type coaching involved. So there are elements of all of it. My business partner is a trained coach and he ran one of the largest Toastmasters chapters back in uh, Maui when, when he lived in Hawaii. And I do a lot of networking myself. So there's a lot of those elements and we have fondness and respect and we pay homage to those other business organizations, including EO, to learn what makes a powerful business organization. And we're not looking to displace or compete. We are different. Our purpose here is a video blogging club. And then comes the challenges of software development. And if anyone's ever been involved with software development, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, I'm happy that Brander 2.0 is out with automated captioning and all this stuff, but it, it should have been out months ago. And so it, it's extremely delayed. No one knows, no one cares per se. I do. So it's challenging. We had to work with Facebook programming, you know, Facebook in, internal. They've been great to make sure our integration with Facebook Live works wonderfully and in compliance because they have to approve us. Google has to approve us with YouTube integration. LinkedIn has to approve us with their integration. So we have to work with these uh, internal automation partners and we're looking to bring on more. You know, we're looking, we're in the midst of uh, a WordPress integration. So it's push button WordPress video posting. As we develop partnerships with uh, these other platforms, yeah, it comes with its own complications, but ultimately it's a programming. It's all the mumbo jumbo of programming. But I think the heartbeat of it is very much how our members have become raving fans because they're able to get the job done really easily for their own word of mouth marketing, for their own client development. And as we pour in to make it easier and convenient and fun for them to keep up marketing habits, they become raving fans. And, you know, I think from my perspective, Having too many guests and growing too fast, so to speak, is a much better problem than the opposite. And so I don't know if we're growing too fast per se, but our members are loving it. And I want to make, make sure that we're loving our members. Yeah, I'm curious, kind of where do you go from here? Like, what's the, what do you either kind of strategically anticipate in terms of how these platforms may continue to change? Or do you think there's new trends that you're watching? How does this play out? Yeah, there are plenty of bells and whistles on the software side that we're working on. Like I mentioned, the WordPress automation, there'll be automatic repeat reposting that that'll come uh, by the end, end of 2020, I'm assuming. So there are a lot of bells and whistles on the, on the docket on the software side. And then on the community aspect, it's really scaling is it's developing partnerships with organizations, big networking groups, big professional associations, you know, B2B organizations and creating video blogging clubs with them, for them, through them. And, and I envision us at being, you know, as uh, wonderful as EO is, as wonderful as Landmark is, as wonderful as BNI is, and in, in their own way, or, or Toastmasters, and we're another purpose-driven and purposeful business organization, uh, literally with a purpose. You're coming here to get a job done. And that there would be video blogging clubs 24-7 somewhere on the planet. They're video blogging in Germany and they're video blogging in Italy. Not yet, not right now of November 2020, but I'm sure by the end uh, of next year, let's say. There are lawyers and accountants, coaches and consultants in every country, in every language, every time zone. And it's just a click away because we're all virtual. And everyone else learned that lesson this year, I would say. Not everyone else. But yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, we've had to adapt 
We've always been a virtual company and video socials obviously was poised for that growth. It's an unfortunate circumstance, but nevertheless, yeah. business standpoint benefited and we will continue through this difficult time for many to provide them a fun, productive solution. So yeah, we'll, we're going global and take it from there. Yeah, I like it. And if people want to find out more information about you, about uh, Video Social, what's the best way to get that information? Yeah, easiest is uh, for them to come on as a guest and experience it firsthand. They can go to videosocials.net. So that's plural, videosocials.net. And in the top right corner, it says, be our next guest. They get a free video out of it. They get to promote themselves to our members. They get to test drive our software and actually post a video with it. We want them to have the full benefit of the full experience. Uh, think of it almost and from there, they'll end up joining and creating their video library and reposting and getting their word of mouth referrals. That's great. Thank you so much, Vikram, for taking the time today. Great, great content. Great, just a great angle you have on and helping professionals, you know, focus on what they do, which is the the content and take care of all the kind of the process and the technology and the logistics that that really goes into making the systems work. So I appreciate your time today. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's video blogging together. Fun and done. Thanks, Bruce. You've been listening to Scaling Up Services with business coach Bruce Eckfeldt. To find a full list of podcast episodes, download the tools and worksheets, and access other great content, visit the website at scalingupservices.com. And don't forget to sign up for the free newsletter at scalingupservices.com slash newsletter. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.